right, here we go. We are live here from the Jimmy Palumbo Show from downtown Wyckoff. That's right. Jimmy yes. Palumbo probably has more studios than he does downloads here. We are from downtown Wyckoff here at Undefeated Media as all part of Chop Sports Media. My name is Jimmy Palumbo. I am the host of Jimmy Palumbo Show. Of course, behind the glass, we have yours truly, Chris Gucci joining our show right now. Chris, what's up, buddy? How you doing, bud? We're doing a live show, Chris. I'm actually like uh, uh, I'm updating like my world uh, of, of technology. Of course, I have no idea what I'm doing. And basically, even though we're live, I've decided to do the same damn thing as we always do with our show. And Chris Gucci is my behind the glass guy, as always, from uh, with the Chop Sports Media and Chop Sports, which I am a part of. And we're live on all media. Uh, whatever that means, I guess Facebook and Instagram yeah. and Twitter and shitter and everything else. And this is Christopher show number 61. That's right. Show number 61. Now, um, listen, the bottom line is, uh, first of all, I also like to introduce, I got Doug Friedman here. I got Connor Conrad Dobler and some nine-year-old kid from Argentina, uh, Brandon. He's not nine. He's 22. Um, I, I, they don't know here yet that I am the, Intern uh, liaison. This place will be loaded with liaison Jimmy Palumbo people before long. Um, but uh, so show number sixty-one, Chris. Now uh, this is uh, we're we're in the shitty sixties. <laughs> talked about. Uh, look, I could have went with bad giant lineman Chris Godfrey. He played from eighty-four to eighty-seven. Uh, only two players in the NBA have ever worn number sixty-one. I thought that was funny. Uh, Giants had a guy, there's a guy right now in the league, Rodney Hudson, who's a lineman for uh, the Cardinals. And Ernie Hughes played center for the Giants in the late 70s, 80s. I think you covered the- every single player ever that's ever won. Right. There's just not there's a like lot 11. of, but I, you know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to break the, uh, I'm going to break the mold a little bit. And I'm going to go with 61 for the really, I'm going to go Captain Obvious. 61, Roger Maris, 61 home runs. And the move more so, the movie 61. And here's why. I got number one from Beer League, my boy Seymour Cassell. He he played uh, a role in it. Uh, Dominic Lombardozzi, my good friend, he played Moose Scourin in the movie. He was great in that. Also, a good friend of mine, Paul Borghese, getting involved, played Yogi Berra. And I actually saw the movie before I knew Paul. I thought he did a great job with with Yogi Berra. So he, a bunch of friends of mine were in the movie. I thought the movie was pretty good. I think the Roger Maris story is very interesting, but the asterisk and, you know, all the stuff he went through and fans love Mantle and they didn't want him to break Ruth's record and all that stuff. So I'm going to go boring uh, in a way with the show 61 going off in Jersey number and going with 61 Roger Maris world. Now you're so throwing now, Chris, a curveball you because you told me that you were actually going to go with somebody. I didn't remember the player. Did you mention him at least? Who? Bob Cratch? Yeah. Or the Rodney Hudson guy for the Cardinals. That's who you were really stuck down to. Those two. Well, That's there's nobody. Sixty-one is rare. That's bro. rough. I at least have a. Um, I wouldn't say an intimate story because that might be pushing it. But Brett Good, the ten-year long snapper for the Green Bay Packers, really uh-huh. that's about the only number that they're willing to give a guy that's going to have a 10-year tenure and plays that shitty position. You're going to see either 60 or 50 or 61. And I bring him up because I've been to Lambeau Field a ton of times, and 
when the long snapper gets done with practice, it's like there's still like another two hours of practice left. So the long snapper, I've spoken to this guy at length days on end because he would come to the gate and just talk to the fans. So what's going on, Brett? If you're listening, you know, had a great career and um, I don't know what you're doing now. I know some Rutgers guys have been long snappers for a very long time. So um, that's because that's the only position they can get on an NFL team. How great is that job? You and know? you're not you're not you're not you're not allowed to hit the guy either off the snap. Anymore. Yeah, they they're they're not you really big sweep. guys. You know, he right. you would think NFL anything, and especially somebody that's a center, you would think that he's a bigger guy. He was like 5'10", 220, five eleven, two twenty. You know what's sad about those guys? They play a long career until six seconds ago, lining up for a forty-one yard and miss it. If there's a bad snap, that guy's gone. He's just wasn't gone. there a situation with the Giants and the 49ers? Well, that's because they signed the guy who is a 20-year veteran, and I can't think of his name. I'm embarrassed. I should know it. And he supposedly never missed a snap his whole career. He retired because he was like 50, and he the one big snap he missed. Plus, there was a pass interference on that call. But I'm not going to talk about the giant 49er game from 20 years ago. So that's it. So we're going to go with uh, – what's it? Brett Good is your guy? Brett Good. With right, an E 61, Roger Maris. That is for the first time live here on the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. We are indeed live from the Omni in Atlanta, which you'll hear me say quite often. Now, our next segment is a, uh, I'm going to label it sponsored by Absolute Eyewear, which is Chop Sports' favorite um, uh, sponsor ever. Uh, we're going to call this my weight loss segment here we we have what are the three things weight loss a situation a weight situation we're gonna call you, you say weight loss, loss but i mean it hasn't really all been right a this much is of a sponsored by situation. absolute eyewear christopher 42 main street woodbridge new jersey 732-326 i thought i had a miscue 732-326-3937 that's right glasses are on here from at shame Craig and Janine Michaud, family-owned brother and sister, full-service opticians, prescription eyewear, sunglasses, you name it, they got it. They're right on Main Street, Woodbridge, contacts. They do eye exams over there. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. Available at Absolute Eyewear, Ray-Ban, Coach, Ralph Lauren, Jimmy Choo, Silhouette, Michael Cause, Hogue, Howie Jim, and Costa Del Mar. Haven't done a full Bob Shepard in a while. Hundred dollars off a complete pair of prescription sunglasses, eyeglasses. When you mention this podcast, Chris, they're closed on Sunday. Why are they closed on Sunday? NFL Sunday, of course. And why are they closed on uh, Wednesday? Because that's softball day. That's it. Like I said, when you go to Absolute Eyewear, the best thing about it is when you leave the store, you don't feel like a jerk off. I think that should be their slogan. They make you feel good. So that's it. Now, weight loss. Let's get to it. Now, last week, I came in at a Esteban de Jesus 206.8 fat bastard. This week, I come in at 205.5, which gives me a 1.3 pound losing of weight. Uh, Chris, I had a good week. Um, it wasn't a great one, but a good one. I've got all my steps in. I played pickleball a bunch. 
uh, moved around a little bit, ate better, a lot more salads. I got involved here. When from people the say army. when when people say I got my steps in, you realize how subjective that is, correct? Well, you don't understand. You you got the Apple Watch, and I, I've gone weeks where I had nine steps all week. Okay, you think you're moving around, and you're not. Um, so I know, now I'm maybe but, I'm just ignorant to how this works because I do not. I'm one of the few people on earth that don't own an Apple Watch right now. Well, just um, count your steps. Count steps. You're supposed to do 10. Yeah, Jimmy, that's that's I, I firmly plan to tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to count every single step that I take as I take it. Come on. What are we talking about? You would about probably here? do that. You probably do so, that. You know. My I was going to count every time. You say I got my steps in, right? And I'm saying that how many steps do you have to acquire for well, it to they, be they, your they, steps are considered want, They in. want you to do 10,000 steps a day. Or, as I look at it, 70,000 in a week. Now, six out of the seven days, I got more than 10,000, sometimes way more. And one day, I only got uh, like 6,000 in, and that was weather-related. Plus, I was working here getting my show uh, off the ground. So okay. that's what bit me in the ass. But um, I, I had a decent, you know, listen, I lost 1.3, uh, much better than gaining weight. And hopefully this is a trend now and I'm on the right, righteous path. So I lost weight 1.3. My sister was probably watching at home. We'll get a kick out of that. And, um, and that's it. So absolute eyewear, 732-326-EYES or 732-326-3937. Chris loves when I say eyes. All right. Now. Uh, briefly over the weekend, the last week, a lot of things happened. Yankees' uh, win streak got snapped, uh, but they're playing good ball. Then it rained for like five days in a row. I feel like the Yankees haven't played since April, uh, you know, April eighth. They split yesterday. Um, miserable cold day at the stadium. I think Johnny and Craig were there, um, which is cool. My boy Stanton hit a bomb. He's starting to hit a little bit. He's hitting like twelve out of thirteen games. Um, the thing, and I also thought uh, Cole pitched well. The thing that's really bothering me, though, is this whole Gallo thing. I, I, I know you're not a huge fan of him either, Chris, but, like, I mean, this guy, he's batting 174. He's got 12 hits, one double, three home runs, 30 Ks. His on-base percentage is 269. He's got four RBIs. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how Major League Baseball works. Like, how do you get, how do you play yourself out of the big leagues? He's doing it. Would you agree with that? Yes and no. Um, I agree that what he's doing isn't going to cut it, but I would say you got to give a guy that has the track record that he has, and he's only really a 200, maybe a little above 200 career hitter. He's not really known for his batting average. But he's consistently put up 40 home runs and, and approached 100 RBI a, a year for about a half a decade now. So And he plays really good left field. So you give him those things. I okay. still believe – I know you made the joke, and maybe you were half serious, that you would be getting more out of Gardner. I don't agree with that because there is a fear of him by opposing pitchers to at least put the ball in the stands. Um, but, yeah, okay. we need more out of but, Gallo. But and you do to, know, your point, uh, to your point, those numbers that you're talking about, that's actually a significant improvement over what they were two weeks ago. So, or, or even 10 days ago, he's gotten four RBI at least since then. And the one positive that I'll take away from Gallo, and I'm saying like on a game to game basis that I watched recently um, in the ninth inning with two outs the other day, he did load the bases with a walk in a pretty big spot. So that's about it. Other than that, Joey Gallo has got to figure every, it out. During the football season, I have my stinks list. A Gallo is on my stinks list. 
I I can't. No, again, I always say anybody over forty years old watches the Yankees. When he gets up, that's when you go to the bathroom. You you could vacuum the rug a little bit. Gallo stinks. I do believe bat, that. Seventy four. Um, I I will. He will. There will not be. Bat there will be a stretch. There's going to be. Well, I don't believe that he will either. He makes Gary Sanchez look like Mickey Rivers. But he there's going to be a stretch where Gallo goes on a little bit of a power tear. You'll see. I don't agree. I think he stinks. I think it's a problem. We could talk a little bit about the Rangers. I actually listen. I am a playoff Ranger fan. I only watch the playoffs. I got caught up in that game one. And I know you're not a hockey fan, Chris, but you got to admit one thing. Overtime playoff hockey is awesome. It, I was glued to my seat. I was like, because it's not like overtime in the NFL where like it usually takes a little bit, you know, to do that. Overtime in the NFL, all overtimes are good. Extra innings, I get that. But hockey is so cruel because you can have like eight shots on goal and next thing you know, boom, 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 scores. It's like, it's brutal. You can't go to the bathroom. You're glued to your seat. That was a lot of fun. I thought the, I didn't think it was such a great call by the ref. I don't know hockey rules, but uh, they, they got ripped off on that goal there. But, um, and the Rangers came back one game too. But look, they came out uh, down four. You can't give up four goals in the first uh, period of a playoff game. They ended up getting, it really wasn't seven four. It was five four open netters, stuff like that. But uh, game four tonight, big game for the Rangers. They got to come back and bounce back and win. Um, but I'm enjoying watching playoff hockey. I think it's intense. It's a lot of fun. But the problem is, you think I don't know the NFL players? <laughs> I don't know. I know Sidney Crosby, and I know the guy Krieger on the Rangers. Everybody else is just a blur to me. So I root for the jersey. When a blue guy with a blue shirt scores on the yellow and black team, I'm happy. I don't know the players. Um, I also learn little things about how it's unbelievable how not long on the ice Hockey players are as compared to 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Um, players are not on the ice for that long. I guess they're just breaking their ass. The, the, the rotations are in, in and out. But playoff hockey's fun. I'm enjoying it. I think the Rangers are good. They play good all year. I just hope they don't get smoked in the first round because NHL's got a weird playoff thing where, like, this is a good matchup. Two pretty good teams going at it. Um, and uh, hopefully the uh, Rangers will bounce back and tie it up tonight. That would be fun. Um, I, I also want to bring up the weather. I, I, I don't know about you, Chris. I'm, don't you feel like it's been cold and miserable for three months now? I feel like it, like today it broke a little bit. It's a little nicer, but like, it's been like rainy and windy and, 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 uh, and like, just like nasty. Uh, it's like, a, what the hell? Spring. It's like summer. Yeah, and then you, know what, you know, what's going to happen out of nowhere. It's just going to be 105 degrees every day. Then, you know, of course, We're not going to get spring. And of course, I'm going to complain how hot it is. I will do that. But I just feel like I'm, I want some spring. I mean, it's like it's the weather's shitty. Um, and uh, I, you know, which brings me to my little new sport that I'm playing. Those of you scoring at home, I've been playing pickleball. Now, uh, Chris, have you ever played pickleball? No, I played tennis though. Okay. And there's usually people playing pickleball right on the okay. courts next to me. Well, we we we've never this summer. I'm going to be playing you in tennis because you think you can beat me. I don't think you can. As a matter of fact, I know you can. Um, but pickleball is a different game. I would love for you to play pickleball once this uh, this next couple of months. We can laugh about it. I love it. It's a combination of ping pong and tennis. You play on half a tennis court. It's all the rage. I think it's the hottest growing sport in America recreationally. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you about pickleball. The people that play it 
overrate themselves. You got these ladies who think uh, some of them are awesome players, but like it's very easy. If you played three hours of tennis while growing up and you play pickleball for 45 minutes, you're automatically okay at it. You know what I mean? Now, to be very good at it is tough. And there's angles and there's strategies and all that stuff. I get that. But so I bet you, I bet you, all right. So you might beat me in tennis, but I'd probably beat your ass in pickleball. Well, you know, no, you wouldn't either. But you would, you would be like, if I brought you down to the pickle place where I play, you would struggle for about a half hour. And then you would go like, oh, I got this. (laughs) Like, in other words, if you played the, if me and you played against the best two guys where I play, we'd get smoked. We'd lose 11 7. You follow me? In other words, it's just not uh, – it's, it's like you can't just say, hey, Chris, let's start playing golf, and then you suck for three years until, you, you know, you finally shoot under 100. Speaking points. of that, I need to start. I, everyone keeps asking me to golf. I've never done it. You never golfed? Uh, well, I, you I've, know what I I've do? I've got like I, pitch and putt, pitch and putt and shit like that, but I've never actually I'm, I'm gone. A, I'm a softball player who hits – I hit bombs. All, I'm like Stanton off the tee, and I'll literally I'll – hit, I'll hit the ball dead center field, bomb, and then I shoot an eight. I stink. Uh, and golf is a game you have to play. Golf is a hard game. Matter of fact, golf is so hard that it's actually killing the sport. And when people fill out surveys, why they why they don't like beginners stop playing golf because it's it's too hard. It's just a hard sport. That's why I've always say when those guys win the Masters, those four days, you got to be good Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday. And more importantly, on the back nine with a three stroke lead, and you got a guy behind you who's very capable. Of shooting a five under on the back nine, it's a lot of stress. But pickleball is a fun game. You don't have to move that much. You got to be fast, got to be quick, got to have good hand skills. But uh, so many, so many people overrate themselves. It's addicting. People uh, start playing it like oh, they start out once a week. Like I started, I'm playing like three times, three times a week. Uh, my sister in law is playing now. She's pretty good. She's playing down in Florida, down in down in Jersey Shore. My buddy Dave Delisi, shout out to him. He thinks he's better than me, but he's not. But he plays five times a week. It's addicting. Uh, the only negative is if you play near a pickle court, the noise of the pickleball on your paddle, you want to, you, I, I would sell my house or hang myself, whatever comes first. Um, the noise, it, it's like, it's like living inside a, a, a bar that only has ping pong and you have to sit there and like read the paper while that, it drives you crazy. Uh, but it's a fun sport. Check it out. Just don't overrate yourself if you play because it's not that hard to learn. Um, I'm going to get my brother to play because I he'll be good at it too. So that's my little pickleball wrath there. Um, and maybe we'll play some pickleball at the Chop Sports uh, barbecue on June 28th. 26th. June 26th. 26th. Saturday at Merrill Park. It's a Sunday. Sunday at Merrill Park in downtown Island, New Jersey. So many downtowns we hang out with. Why is that? That's going to be a big event for Chop Sports. All the... Uh, Everybody's going to be there, all our sponsors, all our podcasters that can make it. Um, and we'll, we'll shoot some fun stuff down there. Of course, uh, I might as well just bring it up. What we'll have there is at the event will be CornholeLevel.com. That's right, Mike Caprio, CornholeLevel.com. It's a cornhole leveler. This thing is awesome. You got to check this thing out. You get 20% off if you go to CornholeLevel.com. You, you type in the promo code JP Show. You will get. off your entire order. Now, this thing is awesome. Whenever you get a shitty cornhole table and you got to move it up and down to the left, to the right, the right angle, you clip this little thing on. It looks like a little 
mini iWatch actually. And you shove that on and it totally levels it out. You guys, I sent you, did you get the promo material I sent you? It might, it might get here today, but you sent it over right. the weekend. And they said it would be there Monday. You guys are going to get a kick out of it. Yeah, I didn't Please check talk the about it tomorrow yet. on your on the Chop Sports Daily Show, which is a great show that you and Dave. Hey, Sturt Dave, if you're doing. watching, go check the mailbox now and see if we got our little. Yeah, it could be downstairs, but uh, it, it's just an awesome thing. It's a perfect gag gift, but also it works. So, like, I suck at cornhole, but people that are good in cornhole, I don't trust anyway. Like, it's not something you could admit. Like, if you're talking to a chick at a bar, you're not like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, play some tennis, pickleball. I mean, I'm pretty good at, really cornhole, good at cornhole, but it's not because yeah. I practice. It's just because I'm good at that type of shit. It's like yeah, because it's just uh, I throwing a beanbag at, at a hole. I mean, that's pretty yeah. easy. Uh, Underhand I, I, at that. I, to me, it gets in the way of my drinking. So anything that delays my drinking, I have to go get, get the bags. You got to throw them at the thing. The one thing that I'll say that I don't like about cornhole is that sometimes you get stuck next to some guy that's just annoying or something. Those are the types of things that worry me about horseshoes and cornhole. You're not picking yeah, the teammate. Your, partner, your teammate's on the other side. Across the other way, right? I understand. No. That's the whole point that I'm getting at. It's like you got to stand right. next to some jerk off, but like I would rather play next to you and bust your balls, even though I'm competing against you at cornhole. But again, listen, Mike Caprio, my second baseman for Corona, um, and former boyfriend of Janine Michaud. That's going to be part of our live read for the end of time. Cornholelevel.com, 20% off the entire order. These things are only $19.95. They're fun. Bring them to your shore house. I guarantee you're going to see these down the Jersey Shore. It's a really fun gift, and it works. It's not one of those cheap. How many times, Chris, have you bought a little gadget? And it never works. This actually is a gadget. It's not going to change your life. It's not going to make you lose weight. Or maybe that's what we need, a fat leveler. And I hook it to my gut. When you say we, we when you say we. Well, you're getting fat, too. You, the fuck you, are you, you talking get, about? Excuse my language. But no, no, no. No, no, no. Well, how much do you no, think no, no. I weigh? When we started I'm, this I'm whole sh- thing, I achieved my goal two months ago. I said I want to get down to 172. Guess how much I yeah, weigh today? I Guess how much I weigh today? What do you weigh today? 172. Guess how much I weighed for the last like two months? 172. Okay. This was for your show. I had to get down to that. No, I did. You don't understand something though. I have been a fat fuck for long enough where I carry it better. You're like a new, so you get like a little belly. You're like the fast guy, the athlete, the wrestler. So a little bit of a gut on you. You're screwed with me. I'm the guy who yeah, slaps a base. I can, I can understand that aspect of it, life. but I get Ash gives me a hard time. So, you know, low key, little by little, I I get my my steps maybe in. You should be, maybe you should be giving her a hard time. Oh, get a involved here. No, but still, you're not. Chris isn't that fat. But uh, I got to be at 195 on May 26. What's today? The ninth? Dude, that's going to be so. tough. I got 17 so, days to lose about 10 pounds. Jimmy. Are you betting? Are you betting on me or against me? Oh, not a chance. There is not a chance. I have no Zero chance. Zero percent chance. Wait a minute. May 26 is what? What day is that? Anybody Thursday. It's a Thursday. So I really, I really got to be Thursday. So by May twenty third, I have to be one ninety five. Yeah, because you know, as soon as I'm May twenty sixth, that's a Thursday, and that weekend's Memorial Day, so you have your built in excuse to be a fat shit again, and you're gonna take it, no doubt about it. It's Memorial uh, Day. I'm we know you, Jimmy's man. ready for the I'm Jersey Shore. You. you don't want listen. You don't want me in the ring, bro. You don't want me in the ring. Beat your ass Stop in tennis, it. pickleball. I'm trying to think. Is you know the only sport you're better than me is. You're probably faster in a 40-yard dash. That's the probably. One. I bet I run a 5K better. And I'm better than you in softball, Jimmy, paddleball, Jimmy, pickleball, Jimmy, Jimmy, golf. You're, 
First of all, we've had this discussion. Olympics, You've been I talking like you're going to do a 5K since we started doing the podcast. I've yet to see you run a point 5K. Listen, it's important that I get down to my fighting weight before I run a 5K. And you In know fact, what happened? The only time I've water... seen you run down was the first baseline, and you blew out a tire two out of the 11 times you did it. Okay, first of all, you're 12, and I'm 56. Okay, I'm going to be 40, bro. And by I'm the way, good things got to happen. You're going to be 40, same day. We share a birthday, May 22nd. You're going to be 40. That sucks. Because once you turn 40, then you're even more shot. My girlfriend's so, going to leave me. Probably. She totally should. She totally should. Um, listen, she should leave you and finish high school. And then uh, the joke oh, writes itself. Great. You, dude. Uh, Ashley's great. She's beautiful. She's Chris's girlfriend. I tease. She's a couple years younger than him. But to me, she's very much younger than me. Um, I can't. You can't even introduce me to her friends because it's like... Whenever I meet her friends, the first thing I say is like, how old's your mom? And what's sad is when you meet a group of girls, <laughs> you're you're too old for their mothers. You know, it's time to go to a different bar. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, so yes, Chris, we're going to do a sport Olympics and I will win because I'm a better athlete than you are. And um, well, that's just. And I'll just you're a better wrestler and football. How can we play football? Um, like touch about- in the street, pole to pole. Huh? I'm effective. Although I don't know, my maybe I don't know, maybe my I have to let any of the speed things go. That that'll be the ones I just lose. Yeah, like you're gonna any beat me in school, basketball. You're gonna put. You're gonna cover. If we played one on one in basketball, I'd shut you out. You wouldn't even score a point. That's not true. Number number two, if, if we played a three on three and I was guarding you, it would be a nice matchup. No. Yes, you're not that good. You played. Where did you learn how to play basketball? Come on. Where'd you Getty. Learn? No, no, no. Where did you really right learn? Right on bro? your right on your wooden hoop, bro. Right on Grand North Grand Avenue, downtown Colonia, New Jersey. As many of you know, the reason why I even do the show with Chris and Chop Sports is that he played on my basketball court we had in front of our house. I was older than him, so I didn't really know him. He's a little kid. And my father used to go out and give him Lou Garrett cards and Derek Jeter cards. And he, when I first announced I'm doing a podcast, he called me up and says, you got to be on our network. And that's how I met Chris Gucci and Dave Sturgio. And that's why I'm here now. So, obviously, I want to talk a little bit about Mother's Day. Um, Look, Mother's Day is a very special day. But did you know how Mother's Day started? Chris, are you familiar with that? I'm not. I I tried to come up with something witty on the spot. So, I gave up. It started in the U.S. by a lady named Anna Jarvis in 1907. And somehow they elected that the second Sunday in May. Did you know that Mother's Day is always the second Sunday in May? Did you know that? I did know that. You did? I didn't really. So um, I giggled at that, but it started in 1907. And then once Hallmark cards and flower shops got involved, now it's yeah, the holiday is bigger than it's almost as big as the NFL draft. Um, but that's a great joke right there. See, that's like a quick three at the end of the half, cut the lead to six. Um, but I had a great time with my mom at my brother's house down in downtown Seeger getting involved from the Omni big shout out to my shout out to my brother-in-law. I mean, uh, my sister-in-law Susie and my brother Frank for uh, providing the food and the uh, their gorgeous home in Seagirt. Um, it was great to see my mom. Only two of my nephews were there, so we had to do a Zoom call. I got my nephew Eric out in Austin, Texas, and uh, the other one's down in Virginia Tech, and my daughter was with her mom uh, up in downtown Ramsey, and uh, we got on the Zoom call. My mother gets a huge kick out of that, um, so it was great to see my mom, and Mother's Day is a special day. My my mother's great. Uh, I posted a picture of her when she was probably like 26 on Facebook. Um, she's just a great mom, very supportive. She's probably listening now. 
Mom, I love you. Thanks so much for everything. Even when I go down to her house now, she still does my wash. <laughs> yeah, I kind of. If she that's not the most relatable thing that you've ever said, same. Well, I mean, listen, there's nothing my, my mother life. won't do. You know that. You know my mom. Uh, She's your mother's the same, great. And what did you do exactly. for Mother's Day? Huh? I I bought her a bunch of stuff, flowers, chocolates, and I didn't get to go out with them. But she went to my brother's. I had to I had to work and shit like that, so I, I was tied up. Day. But she went to my brother. She had a good day. I know that. And she got a lot. I was actually impressed. She's like, I don't like to talk like this. She's like, but I got a haul. She's like, so good for my mom. And her birthday is a week before our birthday. So she's going to have a good month too. So all right, shout we'll out have to, to do my mother. A, I love you, mom. We'll have to do a shout out to your mother. Uh, shout out to your mom right now, Chris's mom. And I said to text you guys and to Dave's mom and everybody else's mother that are either here or not here. God bless. It's, it's just a good day. It, you know what the, isn't it funny how, like, Father's Day, listen, my dad's gone now, so Father's Day is always a little shitty for me, I feel. But, like, Mother's Day is really just the better one. <laughs> oh, like, God, yeah. You know, mother, like, it's like, you know, uh, mothers are, you know, they're, they're playing 38, point, uh, 38 minutes a game. <laughs> Ooh, we got breaking breaking New York Giant news. What's your breaking New York Giant news? Live James here? Bradbury, their best player, is God. released. Released. They released them. When they said they were yeah. going to do it, they couldn't get a deal for him. Saves um, $10 million. There you go. On the salary cap, the Giants stunk anyway. Right, so. but yeah, I didn't want James Bradbury to steal Mother's Day Thunder. So back to okay. back to the test. So, you know what? A big shout-out to James Bradbury's mother, who just got cut from the Giants. And uh, that'll be it there. But we'll also enjoy Father's Day. Uh, but yeah, Father's Day is always a little different now. You know what it is when you, you lose your dad, then Father's Day has a different meaning. But I'm a dad, so... I, Father's Day means something to my daughter, so it's just a weird. But Mother's Day is always the better day, um, if you ask me. Uh, so that's it, Mother's Day. Big shout out to all the moms involved. Moss, hello, and my sister as well. I have to mention my sister, Marilyn. I lost 1.3 pounds, Mayor, so don't bust my balls. Um, she calls me a fat bastard all the so time. So now you have to average. You have to average what you lost in the last week per day until weigh-in day. That's where we're at. Chris, this is why, listen, occasionally, listen, Chris, as, as some of you know, it's uncanny how Chris has the ability to be a wonderful producer and a wonderful behind the glass. But then you say stupid things. When you challenge me, bro, that's a mistake. Let I'm us sleep. Sure, I'm pretty Let sure if you did the math on that, it adds up. So that's not really that stupid. And it's just a you daunting You have no thing. faith in me. You don't think you didn't think I was going to make the 199 for the show April 1st. I came in at 199.5, just under the buzzer. I didn't eat for like four days before. I yeah, was, that's know, what I was going to say. You were one of those guys that are stepping on the scales of UFC. You FaceTime me, and I saw your cheekbones. I was like, Jim, you may maybe you need a sip of water or something, bro. Dude, Take I'm care of yourself. Like, you know what? You don't want to take on the sugar man. You don't want to take on the sugar man. Now, bro. if I, I was picturing that, that version of I Jimmy Palumbo use, just sucking four or five more pounds will, off of him, listen, I don't know, believe I'll it. Use, I'll use the whole ring. Judge Ramirez from Mexico City goes for Palumbo 117, 114. Um, you'll see, we'll see. If I lose, I lose. I'll admit it. You I want to talk about another coffee enema. I want to listen. I got to do what I got to do to come in under 190, 195 or lower for my birthday. 57 that's is this I a think. championship fight yeah you, you know you're probably better than me in boxing i'll give you that no no, no. i'm asking that. you is your weighing do you have to weigh in championship weight because if it's not a title bout then you get the one pound allowance and you could be 196 i will let you decide when i weigh in in the morning maybe we should do a live we can't because i like when it comes when i do the final weigh in i strip down there's no underwear no iphone watch i am I'm, I'm you know 
uh, I'm bare ass naked, you know, spitting up. Yep, every out. So that way we can, uh, um, you'll be the official judge whether I qualified or not. But let's talk about another pal of mine. I know uh, Chris disagrees with him, even though he respects him. Uh, my boy Phil Mushnick in the New York Post. Listen, he was on my show, and that's not why I'm doing this. I just, this guy, you know, is he a little bit of a get off the lawn, my guy? Yes, no doubt. But so am I. He oh, totally yeah. nails, he totally nails all everything. He is so right about what's wrong with sports today. Uh, he calls people out. He calls leagues out. He calls commissioners out, uh, especially guys like Goodell, who are so, you know, uh, uh, the whole uh, – he just nails it about how stupid sports are today. And um, I, I shout out to Phil. Uh, if you don't read Phil Mushnick in the Post, go to NewYorkPost.com. His articles come out on Friday and Sunday. I don't think They're I've really agreed. Good. I don't think I've agreed with one single thing that I've read. But Phil he Mushnick, loves that. Right? He loves that. But he's right. He, and he's right. but what I refuse to do is to engage in it because I feel like that's just pouring fuel on the fire, and I don't need that kind of negativity in my life right now. Well, you watch you watch the NFL and the NBA, so it breeds negativity. And I'm a Giant and Rutgers fan. I know nothing but negativity. I'm even doing this podcast in this whole podcast world is negativity. I live in a bowl of shit with this stuff, but I'm coming for you, Ray. Uh, Phil Mushnick is right. That's the name. Maybe that's be the name of this podcast. Check out Phil Mushnick. Um, he's an older guy, but he's just right. And he writes well. And he's also a cool guy who came on my show. A little insight into I the type of person Jimmy is for all you Phil Mushnick haters out there. Well, Jimmy, there's get, definitely get all Jimmy's one too. I mean, you, I, you I agree with write. some of the underlying points that you, you and you, you Phil Mushnick read every day. It'll take you 10 seconds to read his article. And no, I, think I, it'll I understand help, that. It'll help, but you, it'll help you do a better job on your daily show. Use the daily. word triggered a lot. And um, for whatever reason, just his points, when there's somebody that gets to write, and I guess this is what happens when you write for the newspaper, um, he doesn't he doesn't engage. I don't see him on Twitter. If he was out there on Twitter and he was tweeting and engaging with people and I could actually have the conversation, then I would do it. But no, when he just posts that's something, that's the beauty of it. He's not like these young jerk offs that all they do is engage on Twitter, which I'm about to do. I'd much, I'd much prefer it. And, and to get into the philosophy and things, we won't do that right now, but we could do that. Maybe you come on The Daily Show and I'll rip this whole concept to shreds. About to get off my lawn and the sports is sports isn't fun and this and that and sports has gone to shit. All that's bullshit. And nobody in sports and the powers that be years ago we didn't spend time talking about uh, 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 Antonio Brown and Kaepernick and all this nonsense. And when a guy got cut, he just got cut. I think think what what Phil Mushnick should be doing more so than looking at sports as a whole and the leagues. I think it's more of a collective amongst the media and the networks equally to blame than the so the, the very people that are employing phil mushnick are really the the to blame for the way that's gone in my opinion because nobody would care about antonio brown if they didn't put a camera in his face and ask him these questions so again the bottom line is listen you don't have to be a fan of phil i know you respect him because i've been writing about sports for a while but phil mushnick is right that's my final comment read him laugh at him um uh, get mad at him. That's the point. Phil Mushnick, my guy. So now um, I feel another thing we got to do. How are you caught up with winning time? Yes. Okay. I loved it. 
But I got a couple of things I wanted to. We got to hammer this on winning time. Of course, the show. Wait, on, wait, uh, wait. Was there an episode HBO. last night? The the final. Yeah, the finale. I didn't see the finale then. I, so know, I'm not caught up. Once again, Chris Gucci unprepared. But I did watch an episode yesterday. It was earlier. And what do you mean unprepared? I got a. I had a shitload of shit to do. You got to watch. You're a Laker fan, or you're a LeBron fan? Well, I'm not a Laker fan. I'm. I'm a. LeBron, you're LeBron. You're Team LeBron, which is there's. There's. That might be the most embarrassing thing you do. You're like Team LeBron. You know what I mean? We got, we've had this conversation so many times. I, know, and I love it. I, I bring it up all it's, the time. It's not, an, emba- it's not embarrassing. You know what would be it embarrassing? Is. To pretend like I give a shit about a team that I don't just for the sake of saying, oh, I want to I want to pretend well, like I have like a, a team. Sixer no, fan. You're also a Sixer fan. Listen, no, no, no. I'm definitely not a Sixers issues. fan. You know who you are? You're a Green Bay Packer fan. I was a Sixers like, fan when I went to see them beat up on the Knicks. That I was. I hate the Knicks. Uh, I I listen, can tell you that. It's listen. The last twenty years, it's been very hard to beat up on the Knicks. Um, all right. So winning time is awesome. Uh, you have to watch the last episode. A couple things I didn't know. I I, I completely forgot that. Uh, I thought the first championship that uh, Magic went to, they lost. They won in nineteen eighty. His first year. Yeah, and he had to play down low a lot of that series. Right, but he, sure you know I, I thought they lost the first year. He came back and won it the next year. And I, I think what you might be thinking is they might have lost the first time him and Larry Bird met in the finals, and that's what that's what it was. Again, I was only 15 years old, and uh, you know, back then you, you didn't get. That's why I love the show. You yeah, don't honestly, know don't even things. quote me on that. I, I could be wrong about that, but I, I, I think Larry up. Bird. I don't think the Magic Johnson great. had two. John I don't C. think Riley. Magic had two before Larry Bird had one. I, I I don't know that. All I know is the show is great. Uh, John C. Riley's awesome. His daughter's great in it. Uh, my buddy plays David Stern, which is cool. Uh, in the in the show, but the show is like quirky. They did a bunch of quirky things. You'll see when you watch it. Um, uh, no plot point really. Obviously, you know the Lakers won, but I don't even know. I, I refuse to believe there's not going to be lawsuits. I think the show is going to could maybe get a cease and desist. I don't know, but I highly recommend it. Now, did you watch Ozark? I have all the way through. All the way through. I loved it. I thought the ending was awesome. Now I can't. I don't want to. Uh, the reason why. I'm, I hate when people do this. If somebody watching the show didn't get the final episodes, so we got to talk in generalities. I just like the way the show ended; made sense to me. Uh, it had to be that way. I thought it was great. Maybe, maybe who knows? Maybe someday they'll do a movie or something. Um, Ozark just was fantastic and a fitting ending to a great, great show. Well acted, well written, dark, uh, crazy, quirky, all of that. Um, really thoroughly enjoyed it. I also watched 1883. That's the prequel to uh, Yellowstone. Uh, did you catch that at all? I didn't even I, see Yellowstone yet. I didn't see Yellowstone? Well, listen, I'm going to talk to my viewers then. Why the hell am I going to talk to you? 1883, great show. Sam Elliott, great. Totally, totally. And the girl playing uh, uh, Elsa, talk about someone who's just getting involved. You do not want Elsa roaming outside the three point arc. She's hot as hell, and she's just hitting three. She's like Steph Curry. Um, she's awesome in it. Um, great actress. And, uh, of course, there's Better Call Saul, which to me is just as good as Breaking Bad. I know it's sacrilegious to say that, but I will tell you it is. I can't wait for tonight's episode. And I'm going to meet. I'm going to admit one thing now. I'm going to reveal something. It's my coming out party right now. 
I am actually a closet fan of This Is Us on NBC. I can't get enough of the show. Now, it got real sappy. First couple of seasons were great. It got sappy as hell the last couple of seasons. But what they've done in the last year, to me, is the most brilliant. When you know a show's going off the air, how do you how do you wrap it up? Uh, and like each episode in the last four, four or five, they take one character, give you the more backstory, give you the current story and the future story, which they've been doing the whole uh, the whole uh, arc of the whole entire show. But you get to know so far each character, really how shit started, what went on in the middle and how they end up. And each week they have a different one. And last week they had one on the uh, mother's boyfriend and uh, they really uh, summed that up. And now I guess there's two characters left. It's the mother and, uh, and what's his name? Uh, Randall on the show. I think the show is sappy, but in a, in a, you know, it's a great, it's a show. If you're watching by yourself and on the third glass of wine, you cry like a baby. As long as there's no one around when you're doing it. Uh, but it's a, it's a great show, but I can't believe I'm admitting my brother's going to yell at me because I know he doesn't watch the show. But uh, This Is Us is simply a great, great show. Um, that's that's all there is to it. So uh, those are my cool shows of the week. Um, no auditions to speak of. I had a couple of voiceover auditions. Didn't hear anything. I'm aggravated. So now I'm stuck here in Wyckoff, New Jersey. I uh, got some big stand-up gigs coming up this Friday. At Bananas up in North Jersey, which is kind of a famous North Jersey comedy club. I am performing for the first time here from the Omni slash Bananas. Now, the thing about Bananas, it's a little Bananas how many times they've been in different locations. They were on Route 17 recently at a hotel there. Now they're at in Rutherford, in downtown Rutherford at the Renaissance Hotel. I got two shows, one at 7.30 and 10 p.m. Uh, and I'm... Uh, being the featured act for Joe Matteris, who has a killer show about the 80s, and he also does stand-up along with it. And then I got a gig on June 1st at the Stone and Rail, 175 Rock Road in Glen Rock, New Jersey. Call for tickets, 201-345-0709. I'm headlining that. It's a cool bar, restaurant, room in the back, upstairs, whatever you want to call it. Um, check it out. Stone and Rail, June 1st. It's a Wednesday. I guess the show started at 7.45, maybe, something like that. Um, check it out, you uh, North Jersey Paisans. Come out and check it out. Hopefully, I can get a couple laughs. There's some other gigs coming up, which I'll be talking about. So uh, that's it. And we got the Bergen County Animal uh, Horse Rescue event on May 21st. Go check that out. Uh, it's awesome what they do with these horses. I mention it because I think it's cool. When I think something's cool, I mention it. Also, my buddy Tommy's got a bar down in Forked River called the Pine Tar, named after the Pine Tar with George Brett. It's a bar down there. Go check that out. We're going to be maybe doing an event from down there or something. We'll, we'll do something down there. Who knows? So that's it. Well, this is my first live show here. And uh, Chris, how did you enjoy our first live show? It felt very, very much the same as every other show. There you go. That's it. So uh, hopefully people liked it. I know probably a whopping six people tuned in. Well, what we're going to have to do is. We had a bunch tuned in. We were 50, 14. Yeah, I see the number. Hey, I can't. That's too far away. I can't yeah, you're see good, You're so, good. So, yeah, right. Jimmy, what's going to end up happening is it's the first one. You didn't even do anything to build or, or promote well, any that's of this. What, so. that, listen, you know, it's good. I have nothing to do with that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure all this out here live at Undefeated Media. Yeah, but what, I'm, what I'm talking about is, media. was there? did you even make a post? 
know. Just getting everything connected. We're, we're, we're connecting yeah. the dots. That's what I'm saying. So it's it's fairly good with the right. lack of promotion just to see what, what it was right. going to do. If you post it out there a little bit, then it'll be better next week. I, That's I believe what we're trying that. to do. And uh, whoever tunes in, fine. And, of course, this episode of the Jimmy Palumbo Show will be available on CHAP Sports and uh, iTunes and all that stuff tomorrow morning. About what time, Chris? 9 a.m. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Chris getting involved. Don't forget. So now, Jimmy, um, uh, I'll just ask you after. No big deal. What are you going to ask? Ask me now. No, no, it's better. We'll 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 just talk about it after. <laughs> oh, it's a business thing. All right, we don't want to bore our guests. That's it. Our first live show in the books. That's my buddy Chris Barrow, my, Matt Barrow, on this song, cranking up. And uh, we will see you next week for show number sixty-two with a very special guest. Good evening, everybody. <laughs>